Hey guys, and welcome to another The Cultured Boys episode. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today we're going to be discussing our favourite Dragon Ball games. When we say favourite, it could actually be some of our least favourite as well. We're just going to discuss Dragon Ball games in general, the wide spectrum that have come out in years to, uh, years past. So um, yeah, how you doing, Nate? You good? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm, a, as previously established, a huge Dragon Ball fan. So I'm quite excited about this one. I obviously have played a lot of the games. Uh, so have you. Um, mm -hmm. Bro, where do you right. even start? Where do we start? Okay, cool. I'm going to start here. I'm going to go uh, go in with this early because like, it was probably one of my first Dragon Ball games I actually picked up. Uh, it's Legendary Super Warriors for the okay. Game Boy Color. Like, most, most people probably won't know what this game is in terms of Dragon Ball games. But if you go back, way, way back in the day when there was like, well, I say way back in the day for the Western audience anyway, because there wasn't much Dragon Ball representation in games like before then, I don't think, in the 90s. Um, yeah, I don't believe so. Yeah, so um, like with Legendary Super Warriors, it's a game on the Game Boy Color, and it was a whole card-based fighter, rather than your typical, like the most popular Dragon Ball games, i.e. like your Fighters or your uh, Raging Blast or like those kind of games. But Legendary Super Warriors was like this pixel card game fighter where you like it's like turn-based thing going on you like you power up you do all, you, like it's health bars I, i'm not even sure how to explain it like that well because i'm actually so hyped about it right now describing it <laughs> uh, let, let me just describe to you how hyped this man owns two copies of the game <laughs> <laughs> so his hype knows no bounds people he loves it so much he's got two two copies <laughs> I think because the only reason why I had two copies. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real here. I've actually owned three copies of the game. Oh my but, god! Uh, three. <laughs> I've owned three of it. So I basically bought the game like way when it came out, way back when it came out. And um, well, it must have been must have been like early two thousands, I think. Well, showing our age here. Yeah, <sighs> maybe even earlier. But um, oh, <laughs> I got this, and uh, like I basically played the death out of it. I played it, completed the story mode. But I didn't actually know how to play it at the time as well, which is a really weird uh, discussion point. Because <laughs> I just, like, as a kid, I was just pressing buttons and I was like, oh, this might be cool. And then half the time I'd die and not realize why I was dying. I mean, that's every game you ever play as a kid, isn't it? Like, yeah, we, we exactly. talked about it before, like in previous episodes, like playing Pokemon and stuff. Like, when you're a kid, you don't know. You don't read anything. You just put it in and start mm. smashing buttons until eventually you win and then you're like yeah i get it now but you didn't and you never nah. will but um yeah I'll, uh, I'll continue on that point in a second um but yeah three copies of the game the first one i owned i think i must have traded to my mate uh when i was in like when i was probably like 10 or 11 and i didn't even realize that i traded it because like i just couldn't find it and i think <laughs> i think like years and years after i was like i don't think i've lost this game i think i must have traded it for like something else like someone's like pokemon red or something Okay. So, at like, least it was Pokemon. Like it yeah. could have been worse. You could have traded it for some random Game Boy trash. Because God knows we had loads of trash on Game Boy. I'm really like I think it's Pokemon. Let me let me emphasize. That. I think it's Pokemon because I also have a doubt in my mind that I might have traded it for Frogger. Oh Pepe. Yeah, that's the that's the other option that's there, and I'm oh, like, this... Pepe. <laughs> oh no! Don't give me another fucking Mario situation <laughs> here. Like I, the wounds are still fresh. Don't give me new injuries. Okay? <laughs> I had this mentality, like, I'll complete this game, it's fine. But anyway, uh, years later, when I realized I want this game back again, this is probably when I was 15. 
Uh, I pick up a copy of the game. It doesn't end up saving. So I need to buy another copy of the game. So I end up like basically over the span of like 15 years, uh, I end up owning free, buying free copies of the game. Um, two of which I can't anymore. And the one game that I have all my save data on, which I'm going to come to the point which I was saying earlier about how I didn't actually know how to play it. So um, as I said, turn-based card game RPG thing. Uh, and like, what was it? A seven-year-old me, I must've been. Uh, I didn't know what was going on in this game. I just see Dragon Ball and like there's Piccolo there and like there's Gohan. Literally the first level of the game, uh, I'm getting absolutely dicked by Piccolo. He's like, it's, it's supposed to be the like intro thing where they're teaching you how to play the game. And I'm like, I don't understand this, but I'm obviously not <laughs> reading the bloody rules. And I see like the Masenko card come up and I was like, oh, I know Masenko. That's the Gohan move where he does the thing. But I couldn't, I can't use it. Why can't I use it? Obviously you have to build fucking key to use it. And the only way that I know how to build key is by getting punched. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, taking damage like deliberately to try and build up key in this game. And um, like, I just keep on dying. And I'm like, what is this happening? And then anyway, that fast forward that I didn't know how to play a game. Uh, and then fast forward to probably 2012. Uh, like, as I said, I bought the game again when I was 15, but I didn't really play it as much. Uh, and then randomly picked up again in 2012 and absolutely smashed the shit out of this game. I tell you, Nathan, I literally went ham in on Legendary Super Warriors. Okay. I say this, like, um, the, the game has, for, for its time, for a Game Boy Color game, um, it's, it had a huge roster. Literally, it had, like, all of the Ginyu Force in it. You had, um, okay. uh, what was it? You had, like, Freezer, you had the androids in there, like, all the androids. Uh, from the mainline series, anyway, none of the movie bastards. Um, oh. You had like about um, you had like four versions of Goku, like the whole like uh, normal Goku, Super Saiyan One, Super Saiyan Two, Super Saiyan Three. Uh, yeah. Like, f- remember, this is like early two thousands Game Boy Color game, right? And like, what was it? You had like certain other bits which you wouldn't have. You wouldn't get the whole Ginyu Force in certain games until I think it must have been uh, Tenkaichi, I think. Where you got to play as Berta and Jace and I Goldo. don't remember, actually. Yeah, I feel like it's that. Because I know like uh, certain Budokai games, you'd only get to fight Raccoon and Captain Ginyu. I, th- I think that's where it was anyway. Hot take. They're the only important ones, by the way, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> it What's is, yeah, Goldo doesn't do shit. And then Jace and Berta, if they're not together, they're fucking useless. They get wrecked by Goku immediately, so... You say this, but... Berta, he became one of my favorite characters in Dragon Ball just because I played Legendary Super Warriors and couldn't beat him. I was stuck on that level for ages. And even though Berta has basically nothing, he does nothing. He says like, what well, he's got like, um, like super speed. He's the fastest in the universe, but the show establishes the stronger you are, the faster you are. <laughs> so he wasn't the strongest. He wasn't the no. fastest because his captain's stronger than him. Goku's stronger than him. Raccoon is stronger than him. Freeze is stronger than him. So that's four people already. But nonetheless, Burr became one of my favorite characters in Dragon Ball because of Legendary Super Warriors, even though he had basically zero, like zero good screen time. He was just there, like getting dicked by Goku. Is what we happened, and then he got killed by Vegeta afterwards. He got his neck snapped or something, or his head crushed. Um, 
but yeah, uh, back in 2012, I played the shit out game. I unlocked pretty much every single character in this game. And to do that, you have to like basic with certain characters, you can't lose a whole match. Like if you lose a match, that's like that's basically a dead end for unlocking a character. Like if you want to like unlock Vegeta and you lose a match and then just pray, okay, cool, I'll just restart it. Like, no, that's it. Like, you're not unlocking Vegeta anymore. That's that that dream's dead. So that, that, bear in mind, this is the whole campaign of the game. Imagine if you lose one match and didn't realize, and then that's it, you're not getting that character until you start the whole game again. Like that was like an I infuriating mean, part. That suck <laughs> that sucks by today's standards, but that is a game from the early two thousands, late nineties. Mm. That was pretty common. You know, we were still having essentially like arcade mechanics where basically if you fucked up, you fucked up. You have to do the whole thing again. Be lucky there was a save, to be honest. It's very true, but like this game, man, I, I like I'm getting hyped up about just talking about it. And I probably would go back to a game. I actually you know what? I did go back to it again um, last month. I picked it up again. Oh I picked up this game last month. And it was like, <laughs> I just played a little bit of free mode. I like played a little bit as some of the characters. Just did like a few like battles here and there. And that's a good, that's another thing. I had a free mode where you can unlock cards and that. Like extra cards for like your different fighters and everything. And that was like really cool. Here's, here's you with three copies of this game, right? In 15 years. I've never owned one copy of this game. Dude. I, I think I played only because you... I was at your house one time. Mm. That was it. And you just sort of turned it on and dropped me in. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I think you were fighting Napper at the time or something. Yeah. I just got wrecked. And I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I was surprised that as a kid, I stuck with this game. Actually, I'll tell you why I stuck with the game. It's because it's bloody Dragon Ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't <laughs> Dragon Ball, I'd be like, I don't care about this. Like, but like, I was so determined to like get on with this game. And like, it just stuck with me. Like people, like I've always wanted another version of it, but obviously it wouldn't because it's just like a completely redundant game at this point. No one, like no one's gonna pick this kind of game up again. I don't think so anyway. But like for me, like Legendary Super Warriors has that place in my heart, and it is just like it means so much to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, man. listening to you talk about uh, Legendary Super Warriors makes me think of an even more obscure dragon ball game mm -hmm. that you would have only experienced if you were there mm -hmm. do you remember going on the tsunami website and playing a flash based <laughs> dragon ball game where you probably as goku i think you could play as goku or piccolo and it was basically fighting like vegeta or goku or whoever, like, I think it only went up to Freezer Saga, because I think that's it all did, we had, yeah. right? Do you remember this? Where you're basically, like, in the corners, and you have two levels, and you can shoot Key Blast, or a Kamehameha, or you can fly over, and there's a little animation, they do, you know, the in-air, like, clashes. Do you remember this game? I remember this game very, like, I, I tell you what, Nathan, I forgot about it completely, for years and years until you've just mentioned it now like it, right. all the memories just come flooding back right now this, this is what i'm saying it's one of those things where you have you literally had to be there to experience mm. it i don't think you can anymore especially because flash oh, is dead now um but yeah dude i remember spending so much time as a kid trying to play this game i would die constantly but i would be sat in front of the computer for hours just playing this thing 
I don't even think you got Super Saiyan in it, or maybe you did, and I was just that bad at it as a kid. Mm. I think it, like I remember fighting Frieza in a Final Form Frieza. I remember. I remember that. dying a lot. Um, I remember Ginyu. Like I, I specifically remember Ginyu and Frieza fighting against them. Um, I don't. I I can't remember how the game played properly, and I can't remember. I remember playing as Goku in it. I do remember Goku, but I don't think I played as any other character. I think you could play as Piccolo. I sort of remember playing as Piccolo. I remember. I, <laughs> I think it was only like four buttons. Yeah, to be honest, basic as hell, wouldn't it? Four buttons and probably like mouse click on two random like on-screen buttons, but I'm pretty sure it was just like WASD or arrow keys because they probably didn't even do was. Yeah, I reckon it was arrow keys. I really do think it was. Yeah, maybe even mouse controls could have been an option. To be fair, yeah, it probably was, but um, it was probably arrow keys and then maybe like space bar or something. But yeah, this browser game, everybody played that when it first came out. Because we were, Dragon Ball came out for us, at least in English, in the UK, like around the late, super late 90s, like early mm. 2000s. So everybody was obsessed with it at the time because it was the hotness, right? And then you go to school and everyone's like, did you play this game? And you're like, what? There's a game? Because like Pepe said earlier, we really didn't have anything else. Like, Legendary Super Warriors on Game Boy Color was, like, that was it. As far as I can remember, that was it. And I didn't even know that game existed as a kid. Yeah. I think it was that and uh, Ultimate Battle 22 as well. On oh, PlayStation. my God. Because... And, and Final Bout. Oh yeah, Final Bout, yes. Okay. I know we were just talking about that Flash game, and it is, uh, it is one of those ones that we, like, remember clearly, and, like, it was there. There's but, only so much you could say about it. It was just a browser game. We need to talk about the PlayStation 1, um, like, Dragon Ball games, because <laughs> Ultimate oh. Battle 22, hands down, I put so much time into that. I hated that one. I hated oh. Ultimate <laughs> Battle 22. I, I put in more time in Final Battle, funny enough. Which is arguably the worst of the two. Oh yeah, I've tried playing Final Bout like recently, and it is god. Oh, the controls are fucking awful. The, isn't it? the controls are terrible, and the game is difficult. <laughs> it is really friggin' hard. The only way I managed to win the game right was by playing as Kid Goku, as in GT Kid Goku, and because he's shorter than everyone else, most people's attacks just went over his head. So <laughs> I would just spam like kick. Mm. yeah okay i could understand <laughs> like i would hack at ankles i was that kid but that was the only way i could figure out how to win oh that game like literally like the thing is with that game as well like, i couldn't actually i don't know if i was being stupid or whatever but like none of my save data worked in it so every time i booted up the game it'd go back to the base roster is that a thing that happened i think it was a thing because uh to unlock most of the roster i believe you had to put in the cheat codes that was in the manual yeah okay i didn't look at the cheat codes <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I, just, I remember doing that in all battle 22 uh because you get five extra characters from that one yeah in final in final bout i believe the cheat codes only unlock like two or three characters but like both of these games back then when they came out earlier both of them came out on playstation one in the uk like really early 2000s mm. spoilers everywhere for us we we just basically caught in the series God, yeah. we couldn't have been further than freezer at best right yeah. early namek and you got ultimate battle 22 that's showing off super saiyan 4 
like Super Saiyan 3, Boo, <laughs> Cell, Androids, yeah. like you're seeing God. all this stuff and you're like, I don't know what this is, but it's Dragon Ball, it's cool. And Final Bout was all GT as well. That was yeah. all based off GT and we wouldn't get that until way later. God, yeah, that was like I just remember the. I remember. I think I picked up Final Bout in Asda of all places. That was a really random thing, like that you just find it in a supermarket rather than a game store. Dude, that's how but, you always got stuff. I, I think I got mine in a Wilkinson. Yeah, it's so random these places. But um, yeah, like I remember with like what you're saying about the spoiler thing. I remember, like I think, I remember the cell stuff. I think when I was playing it, like it a lot more like opened up, like. The, the idea of the characters you know what i mean like so I, the, the series got to a point where i kind of knew who they were um but i didn't know any of the boo character uh, the boo saga characters so i see goku with fucking like long ass hair yeah. and i'm yeah. like what the fuck is it who the fuck is gogeta that was the thing as well i was like <laughs> yeah. what the hell is this like is this just like a made-up character they've just done because that wasn't even in the main series that was in a movie yeah and fusion reborn wasn't it yeah it, it was yeah the janambo one and then mr satan's there as well i'm like who the fuck is this dude this is like some like guy with an afro like is he gonna be powerful and then he's just like throwing like grenades about and shit like he's he's not using beams <laughs> i was like oh i was um i was so confused by that and uh god there's so so many spoilers like you said in that game and yeah because i mean at least for me when i got both games i know i i just said earlier like it was spoilers because they came they came out in the early 2000s i didn't get it till way later like i picked both of these up at a, a wilkinson's bargain bin <laughs> like i think my mom gave me 10 quid and that's what i came out with both of those on ps1 Jeez. like we were all on ps2 by the time i think i by the time i got those games i think i was 13 so we would have at least been on cell saga yeah like, for sure. i think we had just finished cell saga but i like i opened this game i put it in and i'm like oh there's all these other people i don't what but do you also remember right Picking a character in Ultimate Bout 22 was the hardest thing <laughs> to do. They did that annoying, like, collage of characters, right? Yeah. But then it's, they're awkwardly in diagonals. But you can't really move accurately in diagonals on the PS1 because whoever coded the character select, you ended up going like four <laughs> characters to the left of what you wanted or yeah. in another direction. And it was always the most infuriating <laughs> thing. I completely get what you mean. Like, again, like my, I've got nostalgia goggles on right now as well. So I'm looking at these games like, oh my God, this is the hypest thing. This is like so cool. And then like you said, it's the controls and that bloody, that select screen. Like where it just like it looked really cool. It looked really visually appealing. And as a kid, you're like, oh my god, look at all these guys, like all on one screen. Like yeah. full body image art. And I mean, it's basically a lot of the um anniversary art nowadays where they do all the, you know, they do that a lot now. Mm. Where it's just a collage, all the characters standing together. But when that's a select screen, right, for your character, and this is still back in the day where they like I think you probably had like 10 seconds to pick or something. If you're yeah. still scrolling around trying to get to your guy or your girl, your character, and you're not there, you just get stuck <laughs> with someone else. <laughs> I remember like, I think the most annoying characters to get were the ones that you had to put the codes in for as well. Because obviously they're the ones that like are on the far edges of the screen. So you want to try and get to them. Mate, don't even get me started about the codes. 
because you have to put that in before the intro finishes. But if you hit a button wrong, the intro skips and you didn't input it properly. So you have to sit and wait for it to start again. Gaming was hard back Mm. then. And you couldn't be slow with that code either. You had to put no. it in fast. Like, if you did it button by button, that shit won't work. You got to like put that in like within ten seconds. And don't forget, none of us. I mean, I say none of us. I didn't memorize it. All these codes are no. separate, like four separate pages or whatever in the manual. So you put one in, and you have to quickly flick to the next page and put the next one in. It wasn't one code for all four. Yeah. You had to put in four God. separate codes and be as quick as possible. Or you had to wait until the the intro screen started again, and the only way you knew is if you heard like a ding or something. It is, yeah. Oh man, that noise as well. Right? The moment you said that ding, like the noise of the Ultima Battle Twenty Two ding when you put in the code, I remember that shit. That shit is a playing in my mind right now, and like yeah, it's because it was oh. an accomplishment when you fucking heard it. Because it probably took you a solid five minutes to do it. When I first did it, man, I was so hyped as a kid. I was like, oh my god, I finally get access to Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Because Super Saiyan 3 Goku is actually my favorite transformation of him as well. So Okay, interesting. Like, And I didn't know who he was at the time. I just saw this like really long-haired Goku and I was like, this, this is sick. Also, Ultimate Battle 22 had like some absolute banging tunes in it. It had... Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Hironobu Kageyama's um, Trunks theme in it. Like, it actually it had the instrumental for that okay. in the game. And, like, it was like, I remember listening to the song, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I realized that it is actually a full song that's available, like, outside the game as well. Oh. So, I'd have to take your word for it. Because, as you can tell from these recordings, I didn't play it much because it frustrated the fuck out of me. <laughs> and it still does. I. <laughs> I played those games maybe like 15 years ago by this point, and mm. my blood still boils to the same temperature and ferocity it did <laughs> as a 13 year old me. I, oh, oh, I'm man. so, I'm genuinely really pissed off right now. These memories, <laughs> they burn so bright and so oh, hard. Let's, let's try and move on to some games <laughs> that are a bit more. Um, I want like, okay. favorable then. Yeah, okay. I want to talk about the f- beginning of mm-hmm. a great series of Grand mm-hmm. games, Budokai One. Mm. I I remember I got my dad to buy me a gaming magazine. I don't remember which one because I was walking through the supermarket and I saw Goku on the cover, mm-hmm. and he was he was Super Saiyan at the time, right? Mm. And I was like, Oh my God, it's Goku! <laughs> <laughs> this this started my like gaming obsession with Dragon Ball because mm-hmm. that magazine not only had Budokai 1 which looked really cool at the time because you're like oh my god a good 3D Dragon Ball game not not Final Belt which was trash <laughs> and it also put out because as you know as most kids back then you had a handheld console you didn't you might not have had the home console you know you probably didn't have a PS2 or whatever but your parents probably got you a Game Boy. And it also had one of my favorites in it. Mm-hmm. Legacy of Goku. The first uh-huh. one, right? The first one out of all of them is trash, I will admit. But both of these are the start of two really good Dragon Ball gaming franchises. Which are both, unfortunately nowadays, dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very good point about them. Like, just... Like, they're both, 
Both of those like the Bud- okay, let me start with Budokai first because this is the yeah, one I actually know about. Let's let's get these going because we can almost skip the first two. Let's face it, we want to talk about the third one, but we need a little little history, a little rundown. A hundred percent. So um okay, so Budokai. Like I got it on the GameCube. It, like so it was a bit delayed after the original Budokai yeah, I came had it out. On, I had it on place uh PlayStation two. Yeah, I'd wait a little bit longer than you guys. Um, <laughs> I remember getting this game and the graphics on it were so good, like for the time. Yeah, it looked amazing, and, didn't it? Like, yeah, and like the music in it as well. The one thing about the Budokai music throughout the whole series uh, is that I think it's absolutely godly. But then the sad thing is, <laughs> it's all fucking plagiarized. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude plagiarized a huge chunk of it, which is even uh, worse because Budokai 3's opening is amazing it's my favorite of it like and that yeah. was the first japanese song i ever memorized or you know what counts for memorized i'm pretty sure at the time i thought i was getting it word for word but i i still to this day love that song but mm. it is plagiarized as is it what? yeah that's why it's not it wasn't in the um in the remake you know that oh, i didn't know i didn't know the, yeah that one was plagiarized in, as well yeah, because in the HD collection on 360 and PS3, do you remember we bought it and we played and I was like, oh, it doesn't have the opening on Budokai 3. That's sad. Why is that? Turns out part of that song, part of the melody is plagiarized. Okay. This, <laughs> I didn't See, I thought it was just some of the background music. I didn't realize um, no, no, that some the, the opening was... Some of the theme music. The theme, the opening song for Budokai 3 has um, no. a small rift from, uh, oh, I can't remember who it is. But it's from a like recording artist, like a band yeah. who are oh, man. pretty well known. And if you hear it side by side, it is almost exactly the same. <laughs> okay, like either way, I've got that downloaded now. I don't care. Like, like that is it's staying with me at least. At least I can listen to that song again, even though it won't be on the actual games. Yeah. But um. So. But anyway, yeah, Budokai, like the first one, they only went up to the Cell Saga. So I finished the Cell Saga. Um, which is really strange, especially since Ultimate Battle 22 and Final Belt went way further than them. But um, it was most likely because it was a proper good 3D game. Because it wasn't. If you go back now, it looks really pixelated, you know, like it's mm-hmm. really polygonal. But at the time, it was like cutting edge. It was super smooth and cell shaded. And it, Cell Saga was probably about as much as they could actually fit on a disc. Right. But that was like all the characters in that, like it just felt like such a good game, especially as a kid. You just involved in that Dragon Ball universe, like with that. And yeah, you, get um, to, you get to be the characters and you get to go through as 3D Goku and Piccolo and Vegeta mm. and or play through the scenarios, and it's amazing. And then each iteration actually improves because mm. Book Prize 2 was even better than that, minus the weird board game thing that yes. was strange and i think that's why it wasn't included because a lot of people yeah. probably didn't like that i didn't like it i just wanted to be able to you know like mission to mission fight mm. to fight not oh by the way you can skip a fight because raditz is like 10 moves mm. ahead of you all the way across <laughs> this board game like this board and you've got a chase him down but you've only got like whatever or there's a different win condition it 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 was strange but like graphically and mechanically it was an improvement a great improvement because in the first one you had to you had to do specific button like uh combo inputs 
to do like a Kamehameha. It was like, uh, it was like four squares and then triangle or something, or four squares and and circle. And that's how you did like the Kamehameha. You did a little melee combo and then it worked. I believe Budokai Two was when they they scrapped that and then they put in the capsule system, so you could just like oh, yeah. direction in circle and then you just did the special move. That was good. That was uh, that was a good improvement actually. I think with Budokai Two as well, it had the. Uh... And Budokai One, arguably, it had those extra characters in it as well that you wouldn't that you that exclusive to the game, if you will. Yeah. So, like, so in Budokai One, you had um, the Cell extra story. I don't know if you remember this at all. I don't remember it in uh, Budokai One. I remember in Two had the what ifs as well, didn't it? Like, Two yeah, had loads of what did. ifs that were like yeah. amazing. That's where you could you could get like uh, what was it? You could get. Uh, Tiencha and uh, the uh, the boo absorptions with uh, Cell and Freezer as well. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. yeah. Was it Cell different Cell absorptions as well? Like yeah, you could get um, like Cellin or something. See, that's the thing. Cellin was in one. That's what oh, I remember. Yeah. I can't. Before. I can't remember yeah. which one is which because like let's put. I actually my first Budokai was three, and then oh, I okay. went back. Like ah, my my cousin bought Budokai three, completed it and gave it to me and so i played the best one first and then because i obviously it's got a massive three on the cover i went and bought secondhand like the first two mm. and then played backwards essentially so yeah it it was an interesting <laughs> experience to say the least but no those games are brilliant i think they, they like they set them away for free which i think we both want to talk about free right now. Let's talk about free. Three, if you've experienced it, at least from back in the day, most people will probably agree that three is the best Dragon Ball game we've had. And I obviously I know nowadays it really isn't, but seriously, nostalgia-wise, it's my favorite game. It's my favorite. 3d fighter we've ever had of dragon ball mm -hmm. like i yeah. break it down into different genres because i've enjoyed so many dragon ball games in different genres but like that the traditional like fighting like arena fighter budokai 3 is hands down the best to me i mean yeah i completely agree like there's so so many good things about this game like i think you start off and you go into the um the story mode of Budokai 3 and your Goku flying around the Dragon Ball world, going to different bits and like trying to like and pick up what different if stories and like secret fights on the map. You don't have to go into a separate mode for that. You can find Dragon Balls. You can fight Cybermen and just random enemies to level up your character. And this was the, the other cool thing. I never actually did it, but you level up your characters through playing story mode and it gave you a little password if yeah. you gave that password to someone else because you if you completed the game i can't remember the conditions but you unlocked like the red ribbon tower like muscle tower if you typed in somebody else's password that version their character their build is then put in your game and you can fight an ai with that like power set, and Yo. set and stuff. but i never I, I never knew anyone who had the game so i couldn't do it i didn't know that was that's what the code was for yeah that's what I saw the code and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is a really long ass code. I'm not fucking writing this down. <laughs> yeah. I, I learned years and years later, but that's what it's for. So if you if I knew you back then, I could have given you a code, although it would have just been for a Goku that 
because I think I completed Goku's story mode like ah oh, probably well over 20 to 30 times. I just played it non-stop. I did it all the time because that was also thanks to the capsule system brought into the second one with characters like Goku if you completed it enough times to get the Dragon Balls you could get a capsule called Breakthrough and that meant you had all the transformations so you would just power up until a certain point you had enough key and then you would hit the combo the button combo and you would just transform again so you could go Kaioken Super Saiyan Super Saiyan 2 Super Saiyan 3 Super Saiyan 4 it went all the way up to 4 and it was awesome if you wanted to do the different fusions you had to like swap out the the capsule which was annoying but i get that cuz then otherwise Goku and Vegeta would just be like the most OP characters in the whole thing. But they had loads of characters. You could play as original movie Broly as well in you the, could, in the Budokai yeah. Three. You could play as Cell Juniors. I don't I don't know why you yeah. do that, but you could do that in there too. It was really cool. You had original Goku, like Kid Goku from original Dragon Ball in it as well. Like you had loads and loads of characters. And Omega it was really, really as cool. Well. Yeah, Omega Shinron. But that was a secret one. You had to what was it you had to unlock muscle tower and then get to like what i think it was like level 50 or i think something. so yeah god that's that's what really felt special about this game is just like it was especially what you're saying about kid goku as well it kind of felt like he just covered like so so much of the whole like dragon ball like universe at the time yeah like it was and, probably the most comprehensive um yeah game we had at the time because not only did you play Goku's story, if you picked another character like Vegeta or whatever, you could play through all of their fights and all everything that they experienced in the Dragon Ball universe up until the Buu Saga, like just as them. Some stories were shorter and some weren't. And a lot of characters didn't actually have um, story modes because let's face it, a lot of them don't really do anything unless Goku's there. Let's face it though, Nathan. There is one part of that story mode which just infuriates me to no end. And that is Tien's story mode, where you go through all the Tien fights. It's all fine up until you fight uh, Super Buu when he's absorbed uh, Gohan. Have you, like, do you remember this at all? I don't remember that. I'll tell you why I fucking hate it. Because your Tien fighting fucking Buu, who's got so much health, he's got about four, four times more health than you. And he is kicking your ass, regardless. I don't know how much you like put in the stats or whatever, like upgrade him as much as you can. You're getting fucking dicked because Super Boo's like coming at you hard. And I've no word of a lie. I think I counted the amount of times I tried to do this fight. I died like 37 times. Wow. <laughs> I died 37 times like, as TM. And it just gets to the point where it's so infuriating because you have to just keep spamming fucking Dodon Ray at one point. Like, I don't know if I'm being a scrub here, but like, it just felt like so, so rage inducing. I do remember um, some of that game being pretty, like, at times that game could be really hard. And at times it was super easy. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like when you go up against like the Cybermen or something, you can just like literally punch them twice or like just do a Kamehameha and they just die. Like, there was like certain bits like that. Um, but God, I remember that and it was just, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, but yeah, like the story mode and again, the music, even though it was plagiarized, it was like so fucking good at the time. And oh, like the characters, Bardock as well. Bardock yeah. in there. 
you had Bardock in there that was crazy like that's what I'm saying like that game was really cool at the time because it had so much in it you had a little bit of GT obviously you had all of Dragon Ball Z you had a little bit of original Dragon Ball and then you've got some movie stuff in there like like we said before you were Broly you've got Bardock I think you could get Turlers as well possibly I think I think Turlers came into Tenkaichi I think I don't I know because I remember talking to someone about Turlers I think you could get Turlers as well so you know yeah maybe yeah that's already counting Goten as well that's five Gokus (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of Gokus still still about on par with fighters I think fighters is just like saying, I'm just thinking they're just doing it for the meme at this point. Like, how many forms or variations of Goku can they just like throw in there? Um, oh, you had, um, you had Gogeta as well in that one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, geez, I remember that. You could now. go all the way to Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta if you had, if you had Breakthrough or Super Saiyan 4 for both Goku and Vegeta and then you fused. Yeah. Then you could get Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. That was cool. There's so much in that game, man. Just looking back at it. And then like, I think there's like little, little like, as you said, like what if stories. I think there's one where Go, uh, Gogeta and Vegito meet at one point. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, there's so many good points. I just want to go back and replay it now. Uh, my Same. PS3 is dead. Though, so <laughs> I can't end the game on that. My I, Xbox is dead. As well. I, uh, I'd have to play on my PlayStation 2. Oh god. I tell you what, like this is one thing I was gonna bring up earlier as well. It's the um the rock, paper, scissors system that they had in there. I don't know if you like uh, I'd say yeah. rock, paper, scissors. It was that it was like, like um the button thing where you have to anticipate what your opponent's yeah, gonna yeah, press. Yeah, yeah, the um dragon rush. The dragon rush, that was it. Like I love that. I actually love that mechanic. I hate I that. <laughs> <laughs> because I lost all the time, that's why I hated it. Uh. I sucked at it. I think just because I like randomness, like when I'm like sometimes in games, that's I think what that... I hated. <laughs> you have a one in three, and somehow I fucked it up every time. Yeah. Oh. Or um, do you remember doing your ultimate moves and like having to do that quick bar thing? Yes, where you're just bashing buttons I, like crazy. I genu- genuinely got super good at that at one point, mm. where I could, I basically never lost one of those. Yeah. I think I'm which pretty meant, sure I got blisters at one point from doing these things. <laughs> which meant I saw like Super Dragon Fist like a lot. <laughs> oh, oh god, yeah, that's like a cool one. I I just had I just had a Goku voice line go through my head because I, we were just talking about the super move for Super Dragon Fist. Do you remember? So it was like the bars are building up, right? And you mm-hmm. have to hit it to get more than the other guy or the yeah. other character. And Goku's charging his his spirit bomb. He's like, ah, oh, the energy's fading. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I remember this like that. The moment you said that, what was it? Isn't there like one where um, Cell does a spirit bomb or something? I as don't well, remember that. there's there's one game. I don't know if it is uh, Budokai Three, but like uh, one in one game, Cell can use spirit bomb, and he literally says, "Give me your stupid energy." <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like. Getting... It... It gives me vibes of Vegeta at the end of Z, you know, when he's like, what's wrong with you people? He saved the world so many times and now he just needs a little help. And everyone's like, who is this guy? He's rude. I'm not giving him my energy. <laughs> and then Hercule oh. comes on and he's like, why are you people stupid? And they're all like, oh, it's the champ. I'm giving my energy. And he's like, dude, he just said the same thing as Vegeta. Mm. And you're like, yeah, Hercule, man. I'll give my energy for him. God. Right. 
I just love that. The, the whole series is so cool. Like literally, there's this is one movie, the, the one movie that just crossed my mind. It's not even to do with Dragon Ball games, to be fair. But like, it's the fact that Mister Satan slash Hercule is there, and like he's completely redeemed from the st- like from the Cell Saga to the end of Boo Saga. Like you, like for the whole thing, you think he's a bit of a dick. Uh, he's completely redeemed by the end of that saga, and like he has a purpose, and that that. That just came into my mind right now. That's whole, so wholesome. All, all I will say is uh, the only way I would describe Hercule is he is a necessary evil in the dragon world, right? Because think about it. Tangent, we're not talking about games anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he first joins and you're like, what a dickhead. Because he's like, oh, it's all smoke and mirrors. And he takes credit for the kill. And then he like gets to know people and they let him win because, you know, it's easier to have him as the champ because then they can abuse his money <laughs> and he's willing to let them abuse his money so that he can keep being famous. Really, if you think about it, he's just a necessary evil for the dragon team. Like for all the Z fighters, because then they're like, eh, Hercule will just pay for it or whatever. Bulma will sort us out. But like Hercule also is like, please let me win. I'll give you half the money or all the money. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Without you guys, I'm nothing. He's such a cool character by Super though, like at the end of it, like because then obviously he makes that friend, like friendship with Margin Boo, and it's like he's just like it's mad how like the like he got turned around like that. Like, it's never really crossed my mind this much before, like um. But yeah, that's the yeah, off, off the topic of uh, Dragon Ball games, because again, Hercule was a playable character in Budokai Three as well. Yes, uh, Hercule is actually surprisingly like a playable character in a lot of games. Mm. Like, well, he's in uh, Ultimate Battle 22. <laughs> That's going back uh, to that. He, he's in a lot of the modern ones as well. Yeah. With like... his fucking rolling Hercule, uh, whatever, <laughs> and his dynamite kick. Yeah, he's not like... in fighters, though. He's not in fighters. Yeah, yet. he doesn't need to be. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. If we do get a, a season four pass, I don't know who exactly would be in it because I feel like they're really like scraping the barrel at this point well another goku and mm. <laughs> i mean hercule tell us isn't in here is he tell us isn't the character yet is he there you go not a goku another goku <laughs> <laughs> okay hold on because this is dragon ball games and we're talking about fighters let's, let's talk about fighters a little bit because i feel like it does need a little bit of uh like credit where credit's due because i actually think this is probably my f- probably my favorite dragon ball game since budokai 3 uh, in terms of fighters, and especially because it's 2.5D, it is, it is actually, I will agree, it's the best fighter we've had since Budokai. Mm. It's easily, hands down, beats everything else. People have tried, and they've sort of done okay, but fighters is just, it is the definitive Dragon Ball fighting game. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think what Budokai 3 was, I don't think we're going to get anything like that again. Um, if we, no. if we get a Budokai, imagine if we got a Budokai four like right now, that'd be fucking insane. Um, that would be, but uh, I don't know, man. They re- they kind of ruined it because like Budokai ended with a es- what uh, essentially Shin Budokai two on PSP. Right, that was the okay, last yeah, one. I remember that. That was the last yeah. one that really kind of had the Budokai name and and fighting style. And then it was, um, then it kind of became the Tenkaichi, you know, Tenkaichi yeah. series. And that was kind of trash. It mm-hmm. wasn't great. It really wasn't. And good. then they kind of floundered around with the series. Like, if 
I mean, right now, it's basically Fighters, Xenoverse, Kakarot. Mm. And Xenoverse is no... Like, Xenoverse is pretty decent. Lots of room for improvement. But Xenoverse is the closest we'll have to uh, Budokai 3. You know, like, that's yeah. where it essentially evolved to, is Xenoverse. Mm. Whereas, like, things like uh, Legacy of Goku and, like, um, Attack of the Saiyans on the DS evolved into, like, Kakarot. You know, like, that sort of that sort of RPG-style Dragon Ball. And then Fighters, Fighters is, like, its own thing because mm. we've always... They've put out, like, 2D-ish fight, like, 2D fighters and that along the alongside all these other games that have come out throughout the history but like the fighting game never really super stuck you know like the hardcore fighters mm. because most people just probably didn't want to get good with you know i didn't want to put in the time to get good and they used to be really complicated because it was like trying to emulate like street fire or yeah or whatever you know but like fighters you don't have to be good at fighting games to look cool in fighters they put in the easy systems and they're like you don't have to switch, you know, like in our previous episodes where Pepe was talking about playing uh, Blaze Blue online and playing Stylish. <laughs> like, that's not a thing because mm. you just, if you want, you just mash square or triangle and you do built-in combos. But as far as anyone knows, you pulled that off on your own. You knew all the moves. I mean, it's kind of obvious who's pull trying to pull off moves and who isn't. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I'd still say it's it's good and uh like the music in it's quite good as well, even though I think I've got the anime music part, so I just listen to all the Dragon Ball music when I play I, um, for the fighters. I don't, I don't really listen to the music when I'm yeah. playing. Mainly because I'm playing against you, so I'm too busy like mm. screaming down the headset. Yeah. Screaming obscenities <laughs> at you. <laughs> what was there's one character that like uh, I get I get really ragey at you because you do Android sixteen and the fucking <laughs> <laughs> like the like dive bomb, whatever. Yeah, that thing that is infuriating. But there's one thing I like. I can't remember what character it is now, but like I'm able to. It might be Broly. Uh, it might be Broly, the new Broly. I hate playing against either Broly's because they are very difficult to fight against because they've got really good combos. And original Broly has super armor. Not many other characters have super armor. What the shit is that? <laughs> it's all right. I'll yeah. just play as TN and I'll volleyball fist you to death. Oh, that's, yeah, that's infuriating as well. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, okay, so on the topic of fighters, let's go for this then. Uh, if you were to have a season four pass with five characters available in that, who would be your go-to characters? Oh, that's hard because I'd have to think of who's already in it and I don't know off the top of my head who's already in it. Mm. Um... I would put Tapion just because. Oh, wow. Okay. It's random and it's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, I, that want, um, I want uh, Castle, the Pride Trooper. He would be cool. Which one's he again? He's he, the, was, uh... he was the captain, the guy with the, the eyepiece thing. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Turned yeah. his key into weapons. Yeah. That okay. would be cool. I want. Um, Weiss, just because it'd be yeah, that'd be good. And then uh, we haven't seen a whole lot of him in Super, but Granola, I want to see him. Mm, that'd be cool. Um, how many is that? <laughs> you got four so far. You need one more. Oh, okay, one more. Um, who else do I want? Who else do I want? <laughs> uh, this is this is hard. 
Uh, oop, there you go. Oop's a good one. Okay, I get that. I'm um, gonna be really weird and specify kid oop. Kid oop. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Not the GT one. That's like no, not one that's been trained. Just, yeah, just kid oop. It does. It did make me a bit curious why you chose uh, casserole over Dispo and Topo, who aren't actually in the game yet. <laughs> because <laughs> that's a quite an was, interesting one. Because he's cool. At yeah. least I thought so. But yeah. also, if you think of the Pride Troopers, you just think of those three, like you just said, Dispo, Topo, you know, and um, and what's it? What's his face? Jiren. That's it. Um, but Castle was really cool in the series as well. Uh, the only other tournament of power character I would pick is I forget his name, but who was the um the Power Ranger guy? Oh, you know, he oh was like God, he was yeah, like a police officer. He had the R on it. He fought Vegeta and he like changed colors. Him, he'd be cool. Uh, wow, that's like yeah, that's like quite interesting. Okay, fair. I forget his name. I can't remember his name. Like it's like I was gonna say Captain N, but that's definitely not Captain <laughs> N. <laughs> yes, Captain Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, Nathan. There's a one for you. Get yeah, um Shaggy Blanco. Oh yeah, whilst we're at it, let's put in El Hermano. El Hermano. <laughs> if you guys know the reference to that, props to you. Um, so. Okay, if I was going to choose five, I'd say I'd go for um, Moro for one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't know, I'd want Moro because then it'd be a great introduction to like bring back the series when Super decides to come back as well, like when that happens. Um, so I'd want Moro. Um, I'd, really, I'd really want an um, a original Dragon Ball character. Like, uh, like the... You could say, oh, yeah, let's go for, like, Kid Goku. But Kid Goku is really in it, and he's gone GT form with the power pole, yes. which is just, like, it just feels a bit weird that GT Goku has a power pole. But, yeah. I, I actually figured out why that is. Mm. Because uh, there was a... In Japan, there was one one more movie released where they basically used the GT graphics, right? Mm. The GT style, and redid as a movie, like... Uh, a lot of early early Dragon Ball. So like one of the first things you see is Goku mm. meeting Bulma, but he looks like GT style. Yeah, that's why. It, also because you know cut corners. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. I guess. Still, like, uh, who yeah, would you have from original Dragon Ball? <sighs> I don't know. That's the thing. I'd love to have like a red ribbon army guy in it, or like tell tell Pai Pai. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool one. Like, um, I mean, he's yeah, he's very much uh, redundant now in the whole series, but uh, that'd be cool. Well, I mean, uh, by that logic, you why would you then pick someone from the Red Ribbon Army? You know, like yeah. General Blue. Like, why would you put him in? Yeah, he's redundant. Exactly. But... <laughs> or um, what's his face? Uh, King Piccolo would be a cool one to have. Yeah, that's a pretty obvious one. Yeah. Um, that'd be cool. So, uh, if I was to choose or someone from Dragon Ball, I feel like. Oh yeah, as everybody said, it's a bit obvious. I think King Piccolo would be cool to have, and like another Piccolo as well. We don't have many Namics in there. Is it, is I feel like Piccolo's the only Namic in fighters, isn't he? He's, yes, we don't, he is. Yeah, we don't even have Nail. Yeah, fucking Nail. <laughs> don't want Nail. Um, hey, I mean, what? There's there's like five Namekians. You know the names of <laughs> that also yeah. happen to be part of the Warriors, the Warrior Clan. Yeah. Like they're not the healers, so you really don't have that much choice there, unless mm. you pick one of the one of the two from the tournament of power that's true yeah i don't even remember what their names are <laughs> I no clue. Uh, one of them starts with an s and one starts with a p 
salt and pepper done. It's salt and pepper. No, there's no bloody it, it, um, it's not, but... characters. We don't go <laughs> garlic junior. Fucking bring back garlic junior. <laughs> yeah, there you go. People love garlic junior. Did they? Best, uh... <laughs> garlic junior um, in the dead zone. People love it. God, yeah, that was that was something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so I've got Mora. I've got uh, King Piccolo. I'm gonna say Hercule. I'd love to see Hercule make a comeback in this. I didn't want to say it. I almost yeah. said it, but I, I knew. Like, just like the Ultimate Battle 22 thing, like just having like that version, that'd be like... Throwing that'd be C4 cool. and grenades, yeah. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, I'd love to see um, a Super Boo, basically. Okay. So, we've got, so we've got Kid Boo, we've got Margin Boo, but I'd love to have Super Boo where he's like using his like absorption things. Like sort of yeah. where he like uses like the Gohan version and the um the Piccolo uh, Go version tanks or the yeah. Go Tanks version. A yeah. lot of people actually I think forget that he did absorb Piccolo at one point. Okay, you've got one more character. Have I? Yeah. Sure. You forgot. Oh yeah, I just said Super Boo, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, Wait, what did I say? Um oh, one more character. Um oh, I do kinda wanna go for a movie character, I feel. Turbos. Like, Nah, Turner's ain't doing <laughs> it for me. I don't, Turner's ain't doing that. <laughs> nah, I don't. I can't do that. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> oh god, um, movie character. There's got to be. There's got to be a cool one. This one. Um, fucking Paragus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Summer. Yeah. They killed your dad. You know, I'm. I'm gonna scrap the movie character idea. I'm gonna go Topo. I think Topo deserves a spot. Yeah, I feel like Topo's a bit played out now. But no. Yeah. So uh, he's only been in um Xenoverse, I think, as DLC. I don't know about the mobile games. He probably is available in the mobile yeah, games. Yeah, he's, but... he's in, in Dokken Battle and uh, Legends. Yeah. But um yeah. I think those would be my characters if I could choose. Like Wait, I wanna you... I wanna change one of mine. I don't know which one. I'm gonna take out Oob, because that's the last one I remember saying. I wanna put in Gine, Goku's mom. She wasn't oh, a fighter, wow. but there you go. Gine done yeah more female representation as well that'd be sick over i appreciate that yeah um no yeah like making a move set for that character as well would be really cool um or Rad- <laughs> okay. fuck raditz yeah raditz isn't even in it but oh man i do kind of low-key want raditz but he doesn't have any moves <laughs> he does have no moves. double sunday <laughs> double sunday made up and we all know it <laughs> 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 Why are you hating on Double Sunday, bro? Oh, I'd, like I'd love to see fucking um, because we've got Napa in there, and Napa arguably <laughs> arguably does have moves, but like yeah, I feel but, like, 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 like from none the start, of the mo- like, all the moves are made up names, like Bomber DX. When did he ever go Bomber DX? <laughs> <laughs> He had a flash cannon, didn't he? But like, he doesn't make yeah, any but, of his moves. Really. I know, but that's like Vegeta yeah. at that. Do you remember Dirty Fireworks? When did yeah. he ever scream Dirty Fireworks? <laughs> it's a very good fight. I wonder if that's the official name of it. If Toriyama, then yeah, this move is called Dirty Fireworks. <laughs> I really hope not. Like, fuck you, Quee. Dirty <laughs> Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Toriyama's like, just like, yeah, there you go. Just give him that. He's got Gallic Gun here. Just give him fucking Dirty Fireworks <laughs> as well. <laughs> well it's better than fucking Raditz's whole moveset made up moveset is just the days of the week isn't it oh it is that, especially that's what I remember from Budokai 1 that I was like oh my god I think god, I like, remember that cause... from fucking Xenoverse 2 yeah oh god there's just 
thing. <laughs> it's just it's horrible. I do want Raditz in it, but like it's just a reality. Let's face it; he was just there to set up the whole Saiyan saga plot. Like also um, to double Sunday. To double Sunday. Stop saying it. <laughs> saying what? I'm just thing. saying double Sunday. Uh, freaking double um, Sunday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's it, Nathan. You just single-handedly ended the episode for me. If you had double Good. Sundays. I'll <laughs> end it on a double Sunday, I don't care. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing now. He's just double he's just screaming double Sunday at me. And uh, that's it, guys. This is the last ever this is the last ever cultured boys episode where I'm never returning. Um, wow. I think this is yeah. the first time I've made you rage quit the episode. <laughs> Normally it's the other way around. I'm walking out, I'm doing a Piers Morgan, I'm fucking off. I'll see you later. Bye. Oh wow, British reference. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. And with that, I leave you with a final double Sunday.